everyone to another episode of the Death Drop Pod. Um, once again, it's Chopsticks. And it's Miss Apocalypse. Hi, dolls. Hello, hello, hello. Um, this week is going to be a little different because usually Miss Apocalypse and I are in the same place at the same time, both watching the episode and filming. Um, this week, uh, we aren't. Um, we're both just kind of in our own homes um, and we're doing this all through Zoom. So this will be really interesting. Hopefully we don't have any like technical difficulties, um, but if we do, you guys know the model for Death Drop Pod and that's just to bear with us. So um, I think we got it. I think we'll be good though. Yes, and before we get read for any of this, uh, because we read a bunch of queens, um, yes. we do practice social distancing and all the protocols, everyone. We don't. Yes. We do. I just wanted to say that because I know we, we we're kind of harsh on some of the queens for performing. Yeah, we do we literally have the we're fortunate in our day jobs to not have to go into an office or be around any yes. people. We both work from home, so yes. I just wanted to put that disclaimer out that yeah, we're we're taking our precautions, and it's actually due to the big storm, the winter storm that went through most yes. of this country in the U.S. So that's hence why we're in two different places, everyone. I know, and it sucks. Um. You know, I was definitely not looking forward to this winter storm, but this is what we get when we live in the Midwest. So it is what it is. We're just dealing with it the best that we can. And so we're recording through Zoom and this will be really great practice because we have some really awesome guests that's lined up here for the next couple yes. of weeks, I think. Um, so this will be good practice for us to see if we can figure out this whole you know, technical difficulty issues before we have some sweet ass queens join us. Yes. Um, but in anywho, let's um, start off, Miss Apocalypse. What's the latest download in drag world today? So it's been a, it's been a, it's been a hot two weeks or a week now. It Seems feels like, like it's it. been two weeks. I know. Um, this, speaking of which, if anyone like follows like astrology, which like I'm really huge into that, um, it's Mercury retrograde. <laughs> so that's probably why yay. things are really fucked um, or messed up. Sorry, beat me out. Um, but um, that's probably the reason why things are just weird right now. But continue. So it's been a hot two Maybe, weeks. I'm going to just blame that, blame my shitty personality on that too oh, yeah, while, like that. while we're at it, you know. Yeah. Um, we'll all jokes aside. So it's been kind of wrapping up from last week. So I re-looked at some of the stuff and I rewatched the last week's episode. Um, yeah. And I realized that I think is me and you chopsticks are the only ones who were team candy last week. What? And no. yeah, I heard oh, there. No. And I, I love it. I know everyone was rooting for Tamisha. And like, I saw so many pages just bashing Candy Muse, bashing even the fact that she was using Jeffree Star's mirror and uh. like everything, everything. And being, you know, had a lot to say. And I just wanted to kind of throw some commentary on that for a couple of things. So yeah. I really reflected on it. Right. And I think what I, you know, where my reaction was, cause I watched the second time and I still was, I still Candy sided is. with Candy, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and the reason I still sided with Candy is I realized like, so I'm, me and Miss Chopsticks are both pretty young professionals in our right. daily life. Um, and I think I felt, I know I felt something when Candy kind of stood up to Tamisha, like, right. because yeah, I think absolutely. for anyone who has worked in a field or 
uh, you know, anywhere where there's been people who have like seniority over you. Mm -hmm. I think Candy spoke for us when she said, yes. well, like you know, just cause you have, right. Just because you have 30 years doesn't mean you're going to win. Yes. yes <laughs> and yes. I just felt that. Yes, yes, yes. I totally agree. And, you know, I didn't watch it a second time, but I totally relate to Candy in that instance, right? Like, um, you know, I personally in my day life work in a profession in which um, not only are females not as um, appreciated, but it is a little bit of like an all boys club. And so um, when everyone has this idea that like, this is the way it's supposed to be, or, Hey, you got all these years of experience. You kind of just end up feeling really small. And I felt like, um, what Tamisha did was like, rather than like lift up candy and lift up everyone, she just made everyone feel really small. Um, and I think it kind of just, you know, without knowing this week's episode and how Candy kind of got into it, and we won't jump into this week's episode quite yet, but like now knowing more about Candy, I totally can understand and see why she did what she did. Um, I think she's justified. And it really sucks. It really sucks that no one else saw it that way. It really sucks that um, everyone's hating on her because I really don't think that's deserved. Like this whole hate and this whole like just... Uh, just anger like people just I just I don't like it I don't like it I don't like it like let's get it out like I thought we were over this already new year new me right right and and it's jumping on that one I saw so much hate after this week's episode sorry it's kind of bleeding into both worlds yep just kind of talking about the fandom a little bit right. is um people came after Gottmik I don't know if it's just like I have like a bad algorithm on my TikTok or something mm -hmm. But I saw so much pop up on hating Gottmik, saying that she doesn't add it, or she shouldn't represent trans people, all of this. And I kind of thought, Miss um, Chopstick, it'd be fun for me and you to do kind of a little side video sometime on what representation means. Uh, both of us grew up very differently in very yes. different parts of the world, actually. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right? And, and I think rep representation no matter if it's cliche or if you don't agree with it as a whole, or if it doesn't mm -hmm. encapsulate everyone, I think there's something to be said about it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's necessarily fair to try to cancel Rue over Gottmik being a more popular and it, as a makeup artist, right? Who just happens right. to be trans. Right. And absolutely. And, I totally agree with that. Right. And I think, so I kind of think it'd be fun for me and you could, we both have, I mean, mm -hmm. shocker. I know I look white, but um, I'm actually Native <laughs> American, and no. I know, right? I'm not just a dead girl. I'm actually, I'm actually, you know. But I thought it would be kind <laughs> a of a little cuckoo to, up there. A little cuckoo up there, a little gone. Um, but I think it'd be fun to do a little representation talk mm -hmm. about uh, sometime. Absolutely. You know, not a part of the podcast, but if people are interested. Well, um, like, or part of like, we'll do some. I mean, we'll kind of get into it here in a little bit, anyways, or maybe we'll do some. It like. Um, we'll talk more about what we're, what we have planned for, you know, with yes. Death Drop Pod. But yeah, absolutely. I think we should um, definitely talk about that because it is true. Like we do both come from very different backgrounds, but like what is representation nowadays anyways, right? Like exactly. it's so rare to find what we call like the true breads of like only mm -hmm. one um, 
ethnicity or one race or one gender even like i think there's just we're all a melting pot of everything and then not only that we're so influenced now by social media and by our culture and our society that like yeah how can you define what's representation and who is to say that god make isn't representative of the transgender community right who are you or me or Joe Blow or Queen, whoever, like, who are they to say that, right? Because at the end of the day, this is all still very new because the whole transgender movement, the whole LGBTQ plus, like that was only recent. Like I would say, what, within the past five years or so that we added the plus even into there. So when it's something that is just starting, this movement's just beginning, who is it for any of us to say that? And it's just so unfair fair and it's just so hateful and that's what I really am so disappointed in was hearing about all the things that have been going on recently in the drug community um and just fans in general like when did we become so hateful like we as a community used to always just spread love like that was what like I mean how fitting right disco was all about love and just about fun and being different and like embracing all that when did we decide that that wasn't cool anymore? And when did we decide that we were going to become a community in which we're just going to hate and we're just not going to, yes. we're going to discriminate. We're going to just say that you don't belong in this community for X, Y, and Z reasons. Um, yes, I said Z because I'm Canadian, you guys. Like, But yeah, I mean, uh, it's just so sad. It is so, so sad. It is. And I, th- I think it's going to just be interesting to kind of see it all unfold. I saw an interview with... Um, with Jenny Lemon from the UK series and uh, since yes. and they talked about her identifying as non-binary. Yes, yes. And I liked her response. She's like, well, my experience doesn't represent everyone who's non-binary. Yes. But at least the way she's the way I believe how she said it was, at least if I'm me and Bimini are two people who represent it, mm-hmm. at least that gets talking and it gets a talking yes. point. And she's like, you yes. know, and he said yes. Yes. that all of us in the in the ge- in the gender community, right? Whether it's non-binary, mm-hmm. trans, whatever it is, um, he's or she said, um, I forgot how everything. It was a really good interview, and it was from Attitude Magazine in the UK. But it was mm-hmm. really well done as far as like when he's like when um, people in the gay community and the lesbian community had fought for gay rights in America, especially. Mm-hmm. You know, we made it, and there tends to be this kind of shift in like once we get accepted to like back off the fight and I think Ginny did a really good job of saying you know this is the next fight and where this anger comes from is that people who are feeling disenfranchised within the LGBTQ plus community feels like people are just done fighting and I think that's a misconception I think you know and that's where it kind of confuses me because that's how I see things but then why gatekeep got Mick as not representing trans? At least, yeah. at least we're making one step forward is kind of well, how I see it. I agree. And, you know, this is the other thing about it. Got Mick's not coming out to say that she's representing no. the transgender community, right? Like her story has not been the main um, focal point of this season. No, um, exactly. And so with that being said, I, I like what Gemini's saying because um, they're just starting to just provide that exposure but more importantly they're just trying to open the door for the next applicant that wants to apply for RuPaul but that are going well I'm trans 
can I even apply? Yeah. And here is there are, a place for me in this competition? Is, is Exactly. What better was saying? Yeah. Is there a place for me in and within this community and, and yeah. within this show? And the more that we hate, the more that we're just being so ignorant. I just hate to use that word, but like the I more know. that we do that, the more that it just ends up making everyone just want to hide and run away and not, not be who they are. And like really like out of every single community that we got in this world and that's of, you know, I guess happening. Um, it's just so sad. I just wish that the LGBTQ plus community, I wish that Rune Nation and Drag World, everyone would just come together and just stop hating. Like, let's celebrate. Let's be happy. Let's spread some love. Um, because let's not, ref like, let's not forget what we talked about last week. People are starting to take this season for granted. We weren't going to supposed to, we weren't meant to have this season. You know, mm -hmm. COVID still exists. COVID's very, very real. And the fact that, you know, everyone's kind of taking that for granted, like, oh yeah, we got a season, but we're still going to hate. And we're, st I mean, I get it. I get it. You're going to shade. Everyone's going to shade. I mean, mm -hmm. I am the queen of shade on our podcast, but at some point you got to spread some love and it is so sad. It is so hateful. Um, that's too bad. That's too bad that that's yeah. what the weekly recap is and about what's and happening. Some, I have some kind of light news too. Um, Good. Joey let's, J. let's hear that. Let's hear yeah. some of that. Joey, yes. Joey J wanted to uh, clear the record and there's a post I on Instagram. That. Yeah. Did you see it? And like yes. it said, just for the record, I can sew. <laughs> the machines are breaking and yes, then Shay jumped in and I think it was Bob the drag queen might have. I forgot who the second queen was, but someone else jumped in and said, yeah, on our seasons, the machines were breaking too. And, you know, I just thought it was kind of funny because I was like, thanks, Joey. Like, I'm glad that you at least spoke mm -hmm. up and the other queen spoke up for that too, because I think yeah, there I tends agree. to be a tendency, I think, when people, when queens are on the show, mm -hmm. that if they don't perform, that represents them. Yes, yes. <laughs> And it's not about like what other obstacles that they had to deal with mm -hmm. while they're on the show. Yeah, I totally, totally agree with you. Yes. And then um, if we want, we can just jump right into Should the we? UK. I, yeah, you know what? You jump in and you talk about the UK because I definitely didn't watch it this week. Um, so uh, you go ahead. You give everyone. I took, I took notes, Miss Chopsticks. I took well, you know what, Miss Apocalypse? I took notes on this week's episode of um, 13. So. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'll just <laughs> eat my little popcorn while you talk about UK because that's, Perfect. as everyone knows, Miss Chopsticks loves food. So for any like collab people, if you want to send me food to review, dropping a hint here now, please do. Because um, Don't I put poison food. in there. Yeah, please don't. I mean, don't kill me. <laughs> I'll probably I don't want to find another. I don't want to find another co-host, guys. Hey, I know. Shit, no one mm -hmm. wants to partner up with you. So you're all. Seriously. I got. You're all. Facts. I got. You're all. Facts you got. and tea, right there. <laughs> True. <laughs> all right, let's jump into the into UK season two. I think episode four. Are we on? Right. Yeah. Um, it was fantastic. So um, this is actually my favorite episode. I think of Drag Race of any season for a long time. Um, it was, it was a monster challenge <laughs> that hello, anyone who knows me and you guys will get to know this. I love horror, everything to do with spooky, kooky, creepy, etc. And so, and I'm the total opposite. A, That's why it works. Yeah. You don't like any of that shit. No, like you're a shit. pastels, rainbow, unicorn love. I can be, um, Gwen Stefani's little 
whatever they used to be called. I don't know. Now I feel really. They're like lamb or whatever. Yeah. yeah they're little, they're little people. They're little lambs. They're little people. Yeah. I love rainbows and butterflies and unicorns and pastel. But continue I'm like with your dark The skin. monsters. Who needs so was, that? Let's be happy. What happened to spreading some love? And now we're talking about dark strip. Because I will tell you. Look on Instagram, and if you see these queens' runways for what they did, it was, oh, my God. I'll get there. So the challenge for them was they had to pair up with someone that they really liked or who they wanted to be, right? Because Tia had won the mini challenge, which I forgot what it was, honestly, because it was just so much shit in one episode. Um, But their challenge, and they had to do a live morning show. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, they're bringing back the live shows. And I remembered it's pre-pandemic is when this was filmed um and so when they get into it the pairs were just golden so i know miss chopsticks love ahora and she's one of my favorite queens i love her but- i love her to death i don't know what it is something about her her makeup her overall look her personality i just i love it i i gravitate towards her exactly and i really liked it because typically ahora's kind of been the shady queen and i like that this episode we got to actually see her and and it's a perfect example, a masterclass in how do you act as a shady queen without hating personally someone. And so she ended up teaming up with Tia Coffee, who last week, Ahura said, why is this girl even here? So I thought it was cool that wow. she took that high road and said, I'm going to be paired up with someone I don't connect with. I don't like her and I'm going to connect with her because they thought they could make themselves even better. Hello, that's perfection. That's how you better yourself as a performer and as an artist. In anything, true. I think. Mm-hmm. right and and then of course we had the scots my favorite um lawrence cheney was with ellie diamond they paired up and just spoiler they killed the entire challenge uh, right. they obviously win because they just lawrence just knows how to turn on on cue and just deliver the most iconic performances of comedy i literally had to pause it and rewatch it because i could not stop laughing at her oh my humor, god that's so funny. which i loved because I don't get that that much. I don't get to laugh that much. Um, That's because you're not happy, fun, pastel-y like me, Miss Chopsticks. Like, if you watch fun, happy things, you'll laugh more. Like, duh. I'm sorry, what? Just kidding. Yeah, actually. But that's also probably why when shit happens in my life, I'm like, ah, what? No. What happened? Why is it all black? I know. (laughs) Anyways, okay, so... I probably should watch that UK episode then if that's if they killed it. And yes. Some funny laughter comedy. I love comedy. So it was, And it was it was a good joke. Yeah, it was all improv. So it was really cool to see all the queens really mm-hmm. step right, up that. their game. Um Jenny was a took on the role of the weather person and her critique sadly was you were manic and then you stayed manic. So they wanted her to tone down, which is similar to what they said last week with her, which was, you know, get better get a little bit more exploratory with your look and be sexy jenny quit being just mm-hmm. the the normal jenny which we'll get into some of that tea really quick but um uh who else did we have we had tace and bimini were the main hosts and i thought tace was just a look queen she was hilarious yeah. like down to the her and bimini were down to the cue cards like holding them upside down on purpose for like just they knew how to work a camera and i thought that was so cool to watch um and then uh i forgot their names (laughs) veronica and sister sister so i love i love both these queens but they played goths 
in the live show, they were supposed to do like an anti-birthday party skit, right? Yeah. And it was so painful to watch. It was so really? bad. Ugh. They they were they didn't like have anything. They, yeah, they didn't have anything prepared. They did all improv without even talking to each other, which was it's a move, right? That's that's hard to do. <laughs> yeah, and I felt so bad for Sister Sister because she's sitting there just almost in tears, cringing like. Veronica and then she like she says something improv and Veronica looks at her and I forgot how she said it but she's like oh you kind of threw me for a loop I wasn't expecting you to say that on live tv what? during an improv challenge like so oh, it was interesting um and then the final look or the runway was uh monster challenge right and just briefly like if you don't get if you get a chance go look on Instagram at their um and their pages and their looks they're just fantastic um the veronica came out as like a pig medusa so i had like the full pig prosthetics on a full medusa wig and it was just it was so veronica but it was so glamorous like, at the same time this is interesting because i like can't really picture that so i'm gonna have to just like look it up yes you definitely do um and then sister sister did a werewolf mummy which i thought Ooh, was a really that sounds cool yeah, it was a really cute take, I thought. I mean, the judges hated it, but I thought it was cute because she was wrapped and she had a really good Ooh. silhouette, but then, like, patches of blue fur came out for the, I, where the I'm bandages were. I'm just looking right now, and that right? is so Stunning. cool. I thought it was so creative. Like, I never so once thought creative. werewolf mummy. <laughs> wow, um, I like and that. Then, it's gorgeous, isn't it? And then, I don't know if you can see Gem, um, Bimini, yeah, she was like a satanic Playboy bunny. Gorgeous, especially if you see her like oh, redemption picture because she got red for not having eyelashes on during the actual show. Then she did a second picture where she actually had the lashes on. I thought she looked stunning. Her yeah. proportion, her body proportion is insane. Right, Damn. right. Like, like that I looked watched, like, like Pamela like, Anderson as a devil. <laughs> actually, like holy cow! For like. I haven't watched the UK, and so for any of our listeners, our followers, our subscribers that haven't either, check out their page mm -hmm. because, god damn, like that is that's some hot stuff. But like, yeah. very creepy. Like, I definitely wouldn't end up on a Miss Chopsticks page, but like, I like it. I, but I it was like super it. creative, and the way that you know they walk was just great. Um, tasted a Bride of Frankenstein, which is mm -hmm. my favorite, favorite, favorite character. <laughs> And I thought it was so high glamour, high fashion, but had enough of like that kind of creepy factor to it that I thought it was just really unique. Nothing show-stopping though, right? right. It was, it's what you would expect. Um, Jenny did a toxic look, <laughs> which I loved. I loved the neon. I loved everything, but... Hmm, you neon? Who would have guessed? I know, right? <laughs> But I guess that's what I didn't like because I was like, oh, because they just read her last week for saying quit doing the full yellow yeah. neon Ginny look. And then she goes and does like neon green instead of neon yellow. But mm -hmm. I still thought it was cute. I thought her makeup was stunning with the yellow teeth, everything. Like she went full radioactive look and I thought it was cool. Um, Lawrence Cheney, when I saw her runway, and I don't know if you saw that one yet, I, I flipped. I paused it really? and was like in love. She did a full skin suit, like an homage to Sweeney Todd, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Bride of Frankenstein. And her reveal was a bag that was her face. <laughs> oh, and 
and she had the blood. She had such wow. a gorgeous proportion. I thought it was, but it was so campy, but yet terrifying. <laughs> wow, that is cool. That is something different. Never seen that in the history of drag looks or horror, any of the horror stuff I watch. I have never seen something so perfected like that look was. I mean, it flawless. really is really perfected. <laughs> like the various textures that she's showing off here in her look is insane. Yes. Her face makeup is just flawless. I mean, even down to like the Frankenstein stitches down the chin, under the chin. and the earrings, the eyeball earrings are I so know. cool. I just was, that's why I said I paused it because I just wanted to take everything in. I was like, this is such the a- boobs, that's so freaking weird. And everything so was so- cool At the same time. It was so well-crafted and so well thought out. Like that's a, mm -hmm. that's a queen who said, that's my challenge and I'm going to be prepared for it. And I'm going to yeah, kill the challenge. Actually, like totally. Um, then we go into Ellie. She was a goblin werewolf. Again, combo I never would have thought of. I thought it was so cool to see. Nothing spectacular, but it was a different variety of something I've never seen before. Yeah. Um, Tia Coffee, which is one of my favorite, she's my second favorite queen. She had, was like a voodoo Medusa goddess. It was really cool. I just thought it was cool to see her outside of her glamour look and with just the white corpse face paint and mm. the body and everything. I thought it was just a different look. I don't know. I and Ahora. Like yeah, I mean, but that's where I, I think I'm a little bit like, I feel for Tia because she had even said that, you know, she, that was last week, she had the whole breakdown of she just feels like she's never going to be to the level of makeup as these other girls. And so I thought that was a really bold move yeah. to at least try something like that. If you sure. know you're not yeah. good at it and you're like, you know what? Because she could have just done the easy route. She could have done like what Ahura ended up doing, which was an Elvira look. I was going to say, she is very Elvira. And then, but she got read for it because they said, you guys, this is drag race. Like show up with a look. Don't just do your makeup and a black dress and say, oh, I'm goth, you know? But Ahura's reveal was cool. She had this little wig on, rips it off in an open skull with her brain, which I thought was really cute and chic. And it had little sparkles in it. Uh, it was really cool. I saw that. That is cool. I mean, I just love her. I love her. Right? I love her. I love her. And I think she looks amazing. I think that, like, just her, you have her, she has her signature look. Yes. And then she can pull off her all eyes. the other looks. I her know. eyes are oh, so stunning. So Every look she does. Yes. <sighs> they're just like Barbie pic Barbie picture perfect is how, what I yes. think of whenever I look at her eyes and just like they make you just like oh just stare into them. Um yeah. Goddamn good old Ahora. I like right? it. Right. And she oh, kinda so we end up getting in the top was Lawrence Cheney. I mean, I think that's pretty easy to see even just looking through the runways obviously she was she's delivering every week right. this is her second win out of four weeks right now so she's sitting pretty well um and in our bottoms we had sister sister and Ginny. and what was really cool about this one is Ginny. so i also write love everything punk and everything alternative culture and so Ginny is very much a, an Has english a satanic punk. cat Right. Just saying, Hence that. you know, Hence we're that just going to call it what it is. Like, <laughs> and, and so it was really cool to see um, Ginny and she kind of, you know, she went back and she's like, I'm happy with what I did here. And this was before she knew she was on the bottom. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And during deliberation, you know, she's like, well, I think I should go home. If they don't like, if they don't like what I'm selling, I'm not going to sell anymore. Like, cause she, and I thought that was really cool. Cause she knows who she is. Mm-hmm. Jenny, Jenny is a, Jenny Lemon is a icon in the UK is what I right. heard and what she yeah. says. And she's like, I don't, I wasn't joining this competition to change my look. <laughs> and she's like, I was on there to be a part of a competition and see if I could push myself. But she was like, you know, and I did. And she did for two looks. And she's like, and I was good with that. Right. And so she kind of, she's like, and then when they call him up for the uh, lip sync, she's like, so I had a good old punk rock thing in, in plan. And so it was really cool because. I had just shot, stopped by. Okay. <laughs> for all our viewers that are, that are wondering if we put this on YouTube. I just had to make sure. <laughs> but yes. And sorry. so it was really, it was really cool. Cause then Ginny is like, I'm going to go out in the most, or I'm going to show them the most punk rock thing I can. And so they sit up there. They're about to do a lip sync for your life. And Ginny walks off. She's like, she looks at them and it starts off and she waves over at sister, sister, gives her a hug and walks out. Oh, and she was done. And she just, she just left. She and Rue, herself. Yeah. And Michelle was like, what the is going on here and she's like yeah they're all yelling they're like jenny jenny and she's waving laughing and walks off and then she goes in the back she writes and she's like i'm never gonna go against my best friend she's like i don't believe that us us binary women and people who are trying to or non-binary people um should be pinned up against each other and she's like and i'm not gonna eliminate my good friend and so she eliminated herself and she's like and i felt and she's like and i love who i am she's like this was a fun competition and it's what it was. It was a show. And so she, I thought it was really cool. That is kind really of disappointing cool. to see it though. Cause sister, sister though, by the way, killed it. Even if she was alone, she did not stop one beat, which I thought was so cool. Good. Okay. <laughs> so, and then kind of one last thing. So that was the wrap up on the UK, but, I wanted to give a quick shout out to someone who I don't know if they even follow us or not, but they popped up on TikTok, and I don't know if I'm going to butcher their name, so I'll make sure to tag you in one something, but uh, at JC underscore, and I think a divine is what I had. She had, it came on my for you page and she had said future lip sync assassin. And at first <laughs> watching it, I was like, Oh, it's a young Simone video. Turns out this is a baby queen in the making and I was shook. Um, so I want to repost her video. I don't know if anyone knows her, if she follows her, if I can get get her to maybe jump on the show, but I just thought her lip sync that she did to Edge of Glory by Gaga on TikTok was just stunning. She is she is definitely a lip sync assassin. So I just want to give a shout out to her. And also if anyone um, knows an up and coming queen or does performing themselves, and you want us to like do a little spotlight on it, please send us your video, send us your material. We'd love to showcase Queens doing their thing. Yes, um, definitely. And I just, yeah, so I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, like I said, I'm sorry if I butchered your, butchered your tag, but we'll put it in there. But it's at JC underscore divine. Um, we'll put that in our podcast notes and whatnot. But awesome job, Queen. Yes. Awesome. That's an awesome recap, Miss Apocalypse. I think that that totally, not only did you sell it, and now I want to definitely watch it, um, but super crazy of events. And I feel like it's so worthy of talking about because um, kind of different and so different than what's going on in the U.S. Um, episode and season. Yes. 
Um, but yeah, so with that being said, then let's jump into this week's episode. I thought that there was so much going on this week. It was so exciting. Um, hilarious about the teams. Awesome. Like, yeah, <laughs> actually. Like, what did you think, though, about Elliot teaming up with Tamisha? I loved it. Actually, I I don't know. I know there's a lot of shade being thrown at, you know, the Mean Girls click that they did. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was hilarious. I think it's so tongue in cheek like <laughs> but i get why a lot of people were pissed off about it um and just you know all that but i loved elliot's and tamisha's whole thing and i know we we're gonna get into their dance challenge but that's where you know a lot of this hate for this week i think is just like oh my god people like but we'll get into mm-hmm. that one a yeah. lot of people weren't happy with elliot and tamisha the way they were treated and edited and kind of given a treatment during this episode but mm-hmm. I know what you mean and like the thing is like there was a lot of emphasis that was on the Elliot and Tamisha team and then yes. also with the trio which I mean we were super excited about because we yeah. absolutely love absolutely love all three of the queens that yeah. formed that group um but I just thought it was really funny just kind of like I think if I remember correctly Elliot and Tamisha won the mini challenge didn't they yeah and like yet Which I disagree with the oh T on that one me is too. I, I did not think Elliot and um, Tamisha well, won. <laughs> no, because I was like I even wrote down in my little notes, I was like, why the heck would you wear white shoes with a background like that? Like mm-hmm. it stood out so much. Um and I actually thought that like Lala's team was really awesome. I thought she like they would have won. Um for the main challenge or mini? The mini challenge. Really? Didn't, no, no way. Because Lala, I remember she had the little pizza pasties. Yeah, but I think it matched the background though. I can't remember now. The mini challenge was just kind of like it happened and I was kind of just. See, I thought, got, I thought the trio killed. Actually, well, yeah, the trio. And I thought. They were good. Because yeah, that's right. Got Mick had the sushi. That's right. I forgot. Yep. And the, and the, the way they sold the pitch, remember? They're like, if you want something raw and yes, cold. And, that's true. And I was like, have a roll of Gottmik. Um, that is but, true. I forgot about that. And I loved Utica. I loved, I loved Utica's like with the wig over the eyes and yeah, she's stumbling, part, her and Olivia. I, yeah, I thought that part was really cute. But then I think she just kind of took it one step too quirky. And I think Mama Ru was like, uh, no, right. maybe not. Um, no, I agree. But I did. I really loved the whole team. Um, I definitely felt like we got an education on disco and the era of disco. Like I think Mama Ru taught and she spoke and we all listened um, because there's so many things I didn't even know about disco. Um, And I am a dancer and it's so it's kind of cool to like hear about that. And um, but I just I also thought it would be hilarious. And like I'm going to have to put it on as one of our little memes. Um, Mama Ru's head banging little pose versus her disco I like literally had to pause and be like OMG like on the ground laughing like her little like yeah um, <laughs> was too much too much I love this challenge I thought this week's challenge was for the mini and the main were just so so cool I I do have some things to say about the runway the little black dress yes. category it was a little underwhelming for me not the looks like we'll get into the looks but just when you have something like disco as your main theme why would you go into a black little black dress as your f- runway like you could have done you know disco glam right. 
<laughs> you're right you're right i just thought uh, little black dress was too easy and like then the critiques matched up it was like well of course people are going to read them like how do you how do you make a little black dress not a little black dress that's basic yes <laughs> i know i know i totally agree um i I guess I don't even know where to even begin, but like, I think in terms of the challenge, I felt that the entire crew was the most put together in terms of their group um, choreo. And it was yeah. really nice to see, like, everyone was really in sync. They're really like, I mean, obviously there was, you know, you got the Rose and the Denali, like the train dancers, like yeah. they killed it in practice. I was, I guess I kind of wanted a little bit more from them in their performance. Like, yes. I don't think, if I remember correctly, I think it was Rosé. I don't think Rosé turned out enough when she did her turn. Um, but that's also, you know, me being really, like, nitpicky. And maybe it's just the angle of the camera. Um, but, like, Denali is phenomenal of a dancer. Like, I can watch yeah. that girl dance all the time. Um, but with that well, being I think said, that I think that's part of um, just because i thought the same thing i was like geez they kind of just went underneath the radar when it came yeah, to the judges yeah. but i think that's a, that's where the strategy comes in this competition is you don't pair up with someone who's a good dancer because yeah. when you guys are naturally good when it comes to showing like people are just they did what everyone expected no one expected yes. rose and denali not to pull it out right right and so it was it kind of just faded off it was like okay they yeah did. they danced they did yes. what they what yes. they did the, in rehearsal and what they're what they're good at. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. But the problem with that is like if they would have came out and like did something more or like mm -hmm. was even just I don't know crazier. I don't know what they could have pulled, but something. Then I think for sure they would have just not been safe. And I, and the other part of it too was that Mama Rue gave Rose the heads up about being vulnerable, right? Yes. She talked about like being vulnerable, being honest, and like how perfection is overrated and boring, which, mm -hmm. yes, I mean, absolutely could not yes. agree more with Mama Rue on that one. And, then and it's a good point because she did say in there, right? And that same little heart to heart was like, people don't fall in love with perfection on this show. Yes. They fall in love with those who are who growing are. and are vulnerable. Yes, yes. And but I yeah, love that because that is <laughs> it's so true but yet we learned nothing new about rose nothing no. i mean maybe in untuck we she talked about how she was upset that like she didn't win again but it's like what do you expect you haven't really shown up more than just coast by and been safe so it will be interesting to see because like i'm definitely interested to see kind of how she evolves because she's really like you said she's really fallen under the radar the past few weeks um been safe, i love but rose that's a yeah, I She's mean, I love Denali. I, I mean, yeah. I don't, Rose's cool, but I, I mean, Denali's my girl, and I am rooting for her all the way, and I hope that she makes it to the top four. Because um, it's just yeah, safe so I, far. Yeah, she is. She's, she hasn't safe so far. Um, but I thought um, this was really interesting with the trio was the fact that, like, Tina Turner definitely showed up. She was perfect. Like everything about her was so, so amazing. And she just like shows why she's such a queen and such a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? She's just so polished. I mean, she's so polished, a, she is a professional polish where like you get like someone like Elliot with two T's and his look or her look on the runway. Right. You have Tina who's polished, but polished as a queen and not just in her own 
identity and her own brand. She yes. can be anything and everything that we throw at her. I mean, I think she's shown that over the past. And I like years. that she is willing, like, I to put herself out kind there. Of, right. Like, there's still, there's still some room to grow. And I think that's the yes. key part is like, Tina gives it, she's so talented and strategic. She knows what yes. to give to the judges yes. when. And then went to turn it up to be like, okay, guys, yes. sit down. <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely. Um, but then I also felt like this is the episode that really tagged on to Candy and Tamisha's whole drama, where we got to learn about, you know, Candy and her past, you know, with her bombing in and out of jail and just having to yep. be like this little kid on the streets and having to defend herself or himself, I guess, Um and so it made sense, right? Now you yeah. get it. And now you're like, okay, like, yeah, like, I, I'm so glad she stood up for herself. At least we thought that. I mean, clearly yeah. no one else <laughs> did. Um, but um, so I thought that was really, really interesting. I thought that it was super interesting that they dropped the whole osteo bag or is that, I don't even, is that even what you call it? Yeah. Osteo, yeah. Osteo, osteo, I don't know. I'm not in medical field. So I can't even say it. But I mean, that whole medical condition with Tamisha kind of just got dropped on us. Like, and it was like brushed over, like no big deal. Um, so like, I kind of wanted to talk about that because, you know, obviously we'll, we can go back to the runway talk, but I felt like this is perfect timing. Mama Ru, when she, they were talking about the critiques um, and they were talking about like, okay, um, sh you know, who should go home? How should they judge Tamisha? Were we supposed to judge her based on the fact that she does have a, she's recovering from, you know, her health cancer. or, and cancer, yeah. Or do we judge her based on the fact that she's on season 13 and she's a queen like the rest? What's your take on it? The, when I saw that, and I know it might just be a little cold hearted and I, I hope that doesn't come across. Like I love Tamisha. I think she is so fun to watch. Right. I think she is, she's one of my favorite queens, mm -hmm. but <laughs> it's still a show and it's a show about a queen in the making and it's kind of the same mm -hmm. Jenny lemon syndrome mm -hmm. to me where these are two very well-established queens and what else are you going to give me Tamisha? like you gave me the same look like yeah in yeah. that sense you should be judged as as the same that got mixed judge the same as elliot the same mm -hmm. olivia who's been doing this for like two years yeah like right, and wins right. by the way like you know it's like you can't expect i get that and I, I don't ever want to brush by the medical piece of it, right? But you are in a competition with, and you know when you agree to come on the show that you're going to be Absolutely. going against people of all mm -hmm. experiences. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of, you, I think you do sign up to be judged that way. Because if there was, if they did the sympathy thing, you know, too much or to every queen, every queen could... I think Olivia deserves the same thing. She talks about her overcoming her weight loss and being fully, yes, which know. resonated a lot yes. with me personally. Right. And um, I was thinking about that. And I did, I was yes. thinking about you and we totally will have to touch on that a little bit here. Once we talk about Miss Olivia, winner of the week. Yeah. Um, and, and but before I forget, I just thought of it. This is the same thing that happened in season 11 with Evie Oddly. She had a medical condition yes, where she yes. can move like that, but it causes severe arthritis for yes, her. Yes, yes. And That's she I did not. Too. I was totally yeah, and she that. didn't tell anybody that. She was mm -hmm. like, she told the editor, the producer, and was like, I'm not bringing it up because I don't want to be judged for it. Yes. And she's like, they'll just think I'm really flexible. Absolutely. It's so true. <sighs> I think this is what made me decide how I felt about it. Tamisha, when she got eliminated, 
wasn't upset that she was eliminated based on the no. fact that she had limitations. In no. fact, she was like, perfect. Now I have time to go back and get better for all stars. Um, exactly. I loved it. I, I know me too. And if anything, it was like, if she herself isn't going to look at it as a limitation, or is not going to look at it like a, well, it's me. Why should we all do that? Yep. Right. Why are we pitying someone who isn't even wanting, doesn't want the pity. She doesn't want us pitying her. She doesn't want us treating her any different. And I think that made me respect her so much more and made me realize like she is so strong as a woman. She is a matriarch yeah. of her house of Iman and there's a reason for it. And that's exactly the reason. And so um, I know she'll be back. I have no doubt about it. Um, but she was just too, she just didn't give enough and she really just played it safe. Um, yeah. Because even in the lip sync challenge, I mean, I think Lala said it best. Tamisha gave us classic old drag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Amazing, clean, right on point. Very much of like the singing and like the yeah. arms, but that's it. Drag yeah, Candy off. gave you a whole story. She right. sang those mm -hmm. words, which I don't know the song, something. which I felt right. Like, but oh, hearing really? the lyrics oh, totally when she's saying it, it was like, it was like she could have wrote the damn song. Right, yeah, like she is, like, yeah, <laughs> she's Even going for her, every like, queen, yeah, like clenching of her dress and like just giving it like everything, like absolutely, like the emotion, the passion was yes. there. And when you're dancing for your life and trying to stay in this competition, you yes. can't do anything else but that, but that, right? You need to fight like you're gonna go home every yeah. single time and so i and don't think the judges got it that. wrong i don't think yeah absolutely i love it too and i don't think mama rue got it wrong I, I mean am i sad that tamisha left absolutely right. i thought that she could go really far especially with her sewing um and her looks i always i loved her looks i think her looks are amazing i think they're so polished yeah. there's things that i want to wear and there's things that i i i do believe one day will end up um in, on the red carpet yeah. but she just kind of came up short so um, to all the haters that will listen that probably think that we got it wrong or that Mama Ru got it wrong, um, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I know. And it's sad because I don't think Mama Ru got it wrong. I don't think that, um, I don't think Tamisha would have wanted this late either. I don't think she would have wanted everyone to pity her because she's not even pitying herself. So, you know, and that's one of the things I saw in there was like, you know, people said they gave an easy, they gave it easier choreo um, choreography to the trio and to every other group and then gave Elliot and Tamisha the hardest one and then threw supposedly it's a weighted hoop I, I don't I'm I not know. an answer I don't know That's like but they said they gave them a weighted hoop now. well there's like but they, they're posting it and it does look like there is a, like the, what they used was an exercise hoop but come on really I mean right like Elliot was still still struggled she didn't win she didn't win her challenge either and she's no. a classically trained dancer so right. i get it but i also don't like I and that's the thing it's like it it is it like we talk about i feel like every week it's it's a reality show it's not necessarily a mm -hmm. competition show as much of a reality show and it it's reality people TV. need to realize that yeah and ratings and that's funny you bring that up now because it really made me think about the fact that how much of the post-production really did emphasize the whole Candy and Tamisha drama from yes. Untuck from last week because they knew 
they were up for elimination this week. That's um, what a lot of people are mad about. <laughs> and you know what? Rightfully so. But only That's if you but if you think that this is not all somewhat scripted and that it's somewhat speaking mm -hmm. to the ratings. Like, I don't think I'm naive enough. Um, not that I'm trying to say people are naive, but I think sometimes people think that <laughs> this whole, you know, drag show is just really, you know, just unscripted. And I think that that's really not the case. And we got to just pull the curtain behind, call it what it is, appreciate it still, because yep. I think there's still a lot of authenticity. And I think that there's mm -hmm. a lot of raw honesty. And there's a lot of big topics that is being yeah. talked about and being shed light on that is going to make everything just better in this world. So um, and it is real growth. I think that's is. what yeah. people need to remember, Absolutely. too. It's like, the queens who do stay in there, they do grow. I mean, yeah, we see it every yeah. single season when they do an All Stars, and we all Kevin do a Michaels, triple take. Perfect example. Yeah, then they always think, change. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Exactly. And I am a huge Cameron fan. Like, I think next week I'll probably wear my Cameron T-shirt just to support local yeah. and support our queens. But like, absolutely, I totally agree. Um, so let's talk about something fun and happy. Um. Hell yeah, Olivia won this week. Queen of I'm the so week. happy. <laughs> I was super, super, super excited. Um, but um, how crazy about her story that she was 300 pounds yes. in high school? Um, never imagined because she is beautiful, absolutely stunning, um, and just so confident. She is so confident, and it's so, yeah, I mean, it's amazing, but um. I know that her story relates to a lot of people and I know here personally amongst you and I even like, um, you know, I personally wasn't 300 pounds, but I mean, I think I've always just had, you know, dealt with my weight a little bit and, um, and for any of our drag Kings out there who might be mamas as well, like I am, I think that that's always been a huge thing. Like I am still a new mom. My baby mini chubs isn't quite two yet, but like, you know, postpartum is real and the mommy bodies are real and it's still things that we struggle with. But, um, it was really cool to hear Olivia talk about it and to just kind of share about like the importance of finding something that gave her confidence and strength and dance, you know, luckily she had an amazing mom that like put her in dance right away and or like encouraged yeah. the theater and um and that's what she got into that really saved her i mean to hear her talk about how drake saved her life um that's really touching yeah i loved it i thought it was so cool um i think i do want to do like a, um, i could talk about that for hours so i'm gonna yes. say that for maybe another little podcast uh yes. playlist special that we do for youtube yes. because i do want to talk about that and talk lot about again kind of and that yeah ties into a lot of things so happy that olivia talked about it though um yes yes on there and she had that moment of vulnerability mm -hmm. and i loved that she even gave her little and you guys counted me out once <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, okay. actually and like and how when she, after she won she's like you guys can't count me out anymore like yep. she's here to win and she's proven herself and it i always forget she's only been doing this for two years which is yeah. amazing like holy cow i just i mean i've only been doing it for a couple of weeks and i'm already like oh how the heck do these queens do it um but with that being said like it is really cool i'm so happy she won i think she's so deserving of it i was like oh, yeah. about damn time um so i'm glad and 
And it really, in, in raw honesty, she's so, 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 so much portrayed disco. Like, everything about it from her so facial much. expressions to, like, her body movements and, like, just everything. I loved it. I loved her this week. I'm so happy she won. And I, yeah, I mean. I want to bottle up Olivia and, like, too. drink her happiness. Like, yeah, she just radiates like, positivity. I know. <laughs> I want to sprinkle her over all of, like, LGBTQ everything. plus community and all of all the haters to Mama Roo and those that are, like, campaigning to cancel the, what's it called? The cancellation movement or the cancel movement or whatever. Yeah, cancel culture. Cancel culture. Yeah, Toxic. like, screw you guys. Um, let's just have a little bit of Olivia. Like, Olivia in a jar. Let's Let's make it a thing. Let's do it. Because I think that would be amazing um but i did think that a couple of things that um i thought was really interesting was that um i was really shocked by how the judges did not appreciate utica's i was just gonna look. say that <laughs> yeah i was really shocked and because I got it the minute she walked out, but then also maybe it's just because that's what I'm just looking for. Like I'm looking for something witty and weird with Utica because that's kind of how what she brings. Um, I can see how the judges didn't like it, but I mean, I guess for me it was like how is what Utica brought and what Candy brought in Candy's concept with the whole like mm -hmm. drawing the little black dress and then holding the hang of the little black dress um, viewed so differently. I mean, granted. They both were in the bottom, right? Like they both were not the best looks of the week. So I don't know. I was just, um, yeah, I was really sad about it. I thought that yeah, Utica. I didn't, I didn't think Utica bad. deserved to be even in the bottom three. Like really, I kind of did. I think her dance was kind of like, oh, Utica. Like she, I agreed with Michelle and with um, Carson and Mama Rue and um about the fact that like too much looks right like the looks that Utica was giving was yes. too goofy and like funny and like like i don't know quirky, yeah, quirky and, and campy but that's not yep. disco right like if you're doing a disco challenge mm -hmm. and everyone's giving you disco looks you gotta like kind of mesh and give disco you can give your version of disco like, well, my challenge to that is though, but then if you were to pair up the same audio that that Rue told Rosé with perfection isn't 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 what people fall in love with. True. She didn't. She didn't go for anything that was stereotypical disco, and I no. thought that was awesome. But like I and I love Lala, but to me Lala was way more underwhelming in both looks and in performance. Lala was. I mean, I will agree with that. Lala was, um, I always have, this is my one issue with Lala. She is predictable in what she wears. All and the time. And all I the love time. her. <laughs> but also someone tell the queen that her crotch piece or her untucked piece or whatever, like bodysuit, I don't know what she's wearing under there, but I don't really care to see it anymore. Like it always is it, showing always. and they don't read her for it. No, like I don't, I'm always like, whoa, who, uh, uh, what, duh, why? <laughs> like, no, yeah. I don't get it. And, and I don't get that's it. That's what I think made me so upset about seeing Utica in the bottom. Cause it's like, Utica is like, cause also if, I, the way I saw it is she was doing that during rehearsals yeah. and I don't remember who the choreographer was, but if it was oh, that much of an issue, yeah. they should have probably brought it up then and said, okay, Utica, be serious. 
absolutely absolutely I they agree. kind of encouraged her to be the weird quirky one and then you can't shame someone for doing what they're not knowing is it's never been a critique prior to this episode and so to land her in the bottom and then to take that moment to talk about it and to kind of going with that is every time they're in the workroom mama rue encourages the living hell out of that with Utica. Look at how many memes that made last week with Utica. Have you ever smoked weed? And the faces yeah, like, true. You, how Utica do you clock someone when you mean. also love it? Yeah, <laughs> you know? No, I agree with you. I agree. I mean, it's a, it's a fine line. So it'll be interesting to see because um, I think that Utica took a lot from last week's yeah. critiques and also praise and like carried it onto this week because that's why we saw the short hair again um and then just kind of being more vulnerable and being more out there so it'll be interesting to see whether or not she'll like retract a little bit in the coming yeah. weeks or like what's gonna happen um, i'm very excited for what she's gonna do next because i do think mm -hmm. the one good thing and that's where my brain with the reality tv is going but maybe mama rue knows that utica has so much left in her that it's like, we need to get her there faster. So we're yeah, going to put you in the maybe. bottom so that we can spark that fire under you. Yeah, actually, maybe. Yeah, I mean, who knows? It'll be really, really crazy to see. Um, I couldn't remember exactly about what, what the preview said for the next week's episode, um, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens. Um, I'll have to rewatch the preview and go from there. But in other news, like, I think we kind of both, you and I touched upon this um, throughout this episode, but we're going to do some crazy cool new spin-offs um, from the Death Drop Pod. As everyone who does follow us, thank you for following um, and liking and viewing and subscribing. Um, we're trying to slowly get to YouTube. Um, last week, we finally posted some like teaser clips of our episode. I think this week we might do the same. Maybe we'll put in a full episode. I don't know since I've kind of been distracted um, on the visual side of things. But in any event, I think Miss Apocalypse and I both have some really cool, fun things that we want to add to our little channel. Um, maybe you should start Miss Apocalypse. Tell our listeners what the, you got in store for them. Yes. So what we're kind of brainstorming and what I'm looking to do for our YouTube channel for visual piece of it for content is my own little subsection just apocalypse wow yeah, nice yeah, and I like but it. I, like it. I really wanted to focus on everything that's like alternative within yeah. drag and you know outside of drag so like having this moment to really talk like and get to immerse our, myself and our viewers into like how drag looks with female drag uh, impersonators um with drag kings all of it yeah. like everyone who's alternative or doesn't fit the pageant mode of what drag looks like so you know going into the reviews of dragula some of those yes. queens looks like everything that's pretty much like i said spooky creepy odd odd everything is apocalypse right like yes. i want that to be our channel and our little or not channel but like our little time to kind of dive into that without bringing that into the uh, podcast itself which is gonna be super awesome because like i think if anything we wanted to make um, death drop pod for anyone and everyone whether you are someone that's part of the lgbtq plus community or you're not um or whoever whatever walks of life like we just wanted it to be just everything and obviously we can't always cover everything and everything but we're going to try our best to be as inclusive as we can so that's really exciting i'm super excited i don't like the gory stuff i don't like any of the dark stuff so i think this is an amazing chance for us yeah. to open that up without 
me getting too creeped out because I'm just a little wuss and like seeing like Dragula super cool but then sometimes like ah cover my eyes tell me when it's over like that's kind of the type of queen I am but that's super dope I'm so excited I can't wait for that to be added to our channel um, what about you chopsticks what do you ah, have in store well now that you ask um <laughs> I am going to be doing some nice little reviews for our listeners and viewers. Um, and we're going to just start off, I think, um, my first episode here next week, um, where I am going to talk about wigs, because as our listeners um, know, the past few weeks, Miss Apocalypse and I have brought up wigs a few times about ones that we like, ones that we haven't liked. And so um, I think that's going to be a perfect opportunity, perfect first episode um so it's gonna just be with chopsticks corner um and i miss chopsticks will or it's chopsticks will just do some reviews and just some tips and some things that i've been finding that's been amazing and some that aren't um incorporating some things that obviously feedback from miss apocalypse um um yeah i mean just kind of throwing it out there a little bit different because i don't think that there's enough information available to people and so Here's a nice chance for even just people that might not be into drag or that are that just wants to know what's available or what's good and what's not. Because as you and I know, Miss Apocalypse, it could be really expensive getting into drag, um, but in makeup and just hair and, and wardrobe and set and everything like that. So um, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll just kind of, you know, for just something different for our listeners and viewers so um yeah check us out check me out on chopsticks corner um and yeah next week we'll talk about wigs 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 um uh, and all the different wigs and whether or not um you need to spend 150 dollars on a merle norman wig or 45 dollars on a manic panic or 20 some dollars like miss apocalypse on amazon like it'll be cool yeah. it'll be fun um you know I'll just rate it and I will let you guys check it out to see what you guys think. And then we'll go from there. I'm so excited for it. And obviously I hope everyone knows that like we're, I think we're going to be jumping onto each other's yeah. different subsections all the time. <laughs> all the time. I think it's just kind of how it goes. And like, I think it just is a way for us to just give our viewers, our listeners, our followers, more content, more content. And with both of our busy schedule and I have a little mini tops, it just makes sense. And like, we're not going anywhere though. The death drop pod is still going to be having podcasts every week. Um, and stay focused on the yeah. current seasons of drag race, I think is kind of like, and, but yeah. we don't want to, we are, no one wants to listen to two hour long podcasts. No, okay? no I, one wants no, to. No, <laughs> absolutely. And not, I mean, I don't even want to talk for two hours. I kind of get sick of my own voice after five minutes. And but, so it's like, yeah, let's have a little content for each of us so people can still yeah. pick and choose what they want to listen to. From right, us. exactly. And it's just something different for everyone. And so we're excited. We're I, I mean, I think we're both super stoked mm -hmm. for this and it'll be really cool to see what you guys all think. Um, we're almost there. You guys are really close to 400 followers on Instagram. And then which means we're only a hundred away from the big 500. So I hope we get it for Valentine's day. I yeah, hope that's our Valentine's day. I really do. Like, so for all of our listeners, our followers, our, um, viewers, whatever you name it, please come help us, you know, share our page, like our page, um, because we want to get to that 500 so that we can do some 
awesome giveaway. Like Miss Apocalypse and I have been collecting some goodies and it's going to be so fun to reveal. I think we're going to drop a little hint this week as to what might be one or yeah. two items that will be part of the giveaway. But I think that you guys are going to like it and it's going to be some good stuff. And um, it might be some stuff that you'll see on Chopsticks Corner or on Apocalypse Wow. Um, who knows? I mean, I guess you guys will have to find out if you get us to 500 or something close so that we can at least start revealing that what we are going to give away. Yes. I'm so, excited. I'm super I'm, excited for it. I'm super excited too. And I think that this is going to be really fun. And I think that this is just the beginning. This is the beginning of the Death Drop the Pod. Yeah, hell yeah. I have no idea what song you're singing, but that's fine. What? Of course you don't. Of course you don't, Miss Chopsticks. I know. Sorry. I mean, singing something K-pop and I might understand, but um, either way, we're super excited. I think we're just finally getting to the groove of it. I think as you guys can all tell, we're just loving it. We love talking to you guys. We love sharing our stories. We love talking about all things drag. Um, so until next week, signing off from It's Chopsticks. And it's Miss Apocalypse. Bye. Bye, dolls.